Hi, I'm Mia Dunlop, founder of Teen Brain Trust and one of the hosts of Hope Punk Parenting Podcast. This is a short form podcast for anyone raising a teenager. Teen Brain Trust brings together a community of mental health experts, neuroscientists, educators, and parents like me in short form audio to demystify adolescence, help you build a better relationship with your teenager, and help raise the next generation of change makers. In this episode, we're going to dive into the laziness myth, why it stigmatizes teenagers, and what we as parents can do about it. If you've caught yourself saying your teen is lazy, you're not alone. As a parent of three adolescent boys, I've certainly said this out loud and to myself countless times. It's a major frustration for most parents with teenage kids and other adults who work with teens. But often the behavior we call lazy has nothing to do with work ethic, drive, or even motivation. The truth is that laziness is usually a symptom of deeper emotional currents that our teens are wrestling with. Thinking of teens as lazy is a misunderstanding of their behavior that takes us parents in really unproductive directions. It makes us want to motivate them or get them out of the house or, heaven forbid, nag them. If our ultimate goal is to get them to be proactive and self-motivate, we need to help our teens with these underlying issues instead of just bothering them to get out of the house more or whatever it is you bother your teens about. So what are some of these underlying issues? Teens deal with a lot of intense emotional stuff that makes diagnosing exactly what they're dealing with difficult to do. If you're lucky, your teen might talk openly with you about what they're struggling with, be it school, social life, or something else. But the reality is that most teens aren't self-aware enough to talk about what they're experiencing in detail. Most adults aren't either, for that matter. Some common issues teens deal with are stress about school, wrestling with an identity crisis, fear of what the future could bring, social anxiety, all of the above, or something completely different. The key here isn't to understand exactly what they're struggling with that's manifesting as laziness, but we as parents could understand that there is likely something else going on. By the way, much of what I'm talking about lives in Teen Brain Trust's free guide, Helping Your Teen or Young Adult Leave Home with Confidence. It's linked in the show notes, so make sure to download and save it if you'd like to explore this more. We also include a link to subscribe to our newsletter, Teen Prompts, which is full of comprehensive resources for parents of teens, all backed by experts in adolescent mental health and development. We know how hard it is to raise a teenager, so I hope you find it helpful. Okay, so back to the laziness myth and why it's so toxic, especially for our teens. A while back, I came across Dr. Devin Price, a social psychologist and the author of the book titled, wait for it, Laziness Does Not Exist. I encourage you to check it out, but in a nutshell, Dr. Price argues that the idea of laziness has basically only ever been used to make people feel unproductive and unworthy. He calls it a lie and a trap that makes us believe there's always more we could be doing at work, at school, in our relationships, at home, and that our self-worth is tied to our productivity. He argues what our adolescent experts say as well. Instead of viewing laziness as a problem or something that can be overcome with caffeine or just studying longer, laziness is a sign something else is going on. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know I love to give parents tangible takeaways and tactics we can actually implement. So here are three guidelines that we can follow that will help us help our teens discover their inner drive. 
Getting teens to be proactive and self-motivate starts with us parents being more present to what they're dealing with emotionally and psychologically and working with them to discover areas where they're excited to take action. It's really all about discovering what our teens are already motivated to do and then encouraging them in those directions. The more confident and proactive they are in one area of their life, the more that will spread to the other areas. So the first guideline is don't get stuck on conventional milestones. Like if they pass their driving test right after their 16th birthday, or if they have a boyfriend or girlfriend, consciously or not, so many of us parents have a checklist of things we think our teen should have achieved by the time they leave home. When we feel our teen is behind, our natural reaction is to try and catch them up so that they are prepared for the next phase of life. But this added pressure from parents can be crippling to teens and can actually discourage them from taking positive action. The truth is that there is no empirical scale for where teens should be at any given point. All teens develop in different ways and at their own pace, and pushing them toward these checkpoints can leave them feeling like they're already too far behind to make an effort. Guideline number two is to focus more on our teens' character traits than specific outcomes and achievements. Our ultimate goal is to help our teens develop the tools they need to make it as adults out there in the world. Because they're human beings, we track their readiness in tangible, practical ways. That's why we gravitate towards conventional milestones or other outcomes like good grades. But achievements don't prepare teens to thrive on their own. Their character will support them when they no longer live at home with us. Adolescence is about self-discovery. By encouraging our teens' positive character traits, we will also be helping them along their path of self-discovery. For example, maybe your teen is really shy, but they're a really good listener. So instead of pushing them to be more outgoing, encourage them to develop and pursue interests that need good ears. Guideline number three. Encourage your teen's sense of self-motivation and self-discovery. Parents often lament how unmotivated and unproductive their teens are, especially in later adolescence. Seeing an unmotivated teen can provoke a lot of anxiety as it makes us face the prospect that once our teens are out of the house, we will no longer be there to incentivize, bribe, or nag them into doing things. Teens are much more reliant on self-motivation once they leave home, so it's important to foster these skills early. When teens are able to identify the qualities and abilities they enjoy about themselves, it becomes much easier for them to harness those qualities and abilities later. So encouraging teens to reflect when they come alive, laugh, or are happiest gives them something to build on. It psychologically puts them in a better place and encourages internal motivation. This compels teens to want to apply these skills more often and can be a powerful motivator. By now you might be thinking, but Mia, this isn't helping me deal with my teens, quote, laziness at all. I'm sorry to tell you that there's no quick fix here. Helping our teens become proactive and self-motivated is a process that is made up of hundreds and thousands of smaller interactions. That being said, by meeting our teens where they're at and nurturing their character, self-motivation, and self-assurance, we'll be planting seeds that will inevitably grow and bear fruit. This isn't a perfect science, but it's backed by science, evidence, and leading adolescent psychologists. So give it a try, see how your teen responds, and let us know how it goes. 
you can email us at info at teenbraintrust.com or DM our Instagram account, which is at teenbraintrust. Happy parenting and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.